Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to the Great America Sunday Show. Thanks for being with us. There's no rule of law left in the New York court system. A New York jury ordered Donald Trump to pay more than $80 million to E. Jean Carroll for defamation. Imagine that, $80 million for a person no one has ever heard of. An earlier jury found that Donald Trump didn't rape her decades ago, as she had claimed. But that doesn't matter to a New York Marxist Dem jury. They wanted Trump to pay. No witnesses, no evidence. She destroyed evidence that had been subpoenaed. In the trial, President Trump never had a chance. The Manhattan Trump-hating jury made their biased decision, and that was it. The Trump-hating Marxist activist judge even threatened to jail Trump's attorney, Alina Haba, in a civil trial. These New York judges should wear masks as well as robes because they're desperados. These are inquisitions they're conducting, not trials. President Trump posted the following message on Truth Social after the crazy verdict absolutely ridiculous, he said. I'll be appealing this whole Biden-directed witch hunt focused on me and the Republican Party. Our legal system is out of control and being used as a political weapon. They've taken away all our First Amendment rights, and this is not America! Exclamation mark. End quote. This isn't American justice. The president is very much right. These are nothing but Stalinist Marxist show trials Brought to you by the Marxist dim Biden regime. Our first guest today knows a thing or two about our corrupt justice system. He's been fighting to fix and expose it for a very long time. He's Congressman Jim Jordan. He's the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. And Mr. Chairman, thanks for being with us. We know you're busy, intensively so. So we turn first to the new allegations that the Treasury was flagging MAGA transactions looking for terms like 
Make America Great America First, and of course, Donald Trump himself. What's going on? Yeah, no, it, it sure is. It, it looks like the government uh, uh, banks were at the suggestion, I use that term lightly, at the suggestion of government, banks were monitoring transactions, uh, l- l- searching for key terms, key search terms, like as you described, MAGA, Trump, Patriot, those kind of things. Uh, and, and also, frankly, looking to see where um, where their customers were shopping. They had these merchant category codes. Were they shopping at a, at a at a Cabela's, at a, at a Bass Pro Shop, were they looking for religious text? So it, you, you step back and you say they're doing all this, it looks like without any warrant, without any legal process, um, pretty scary stuff. And we first kind of learned about this when an FBI whistleblower came to us and said, showed us this email between the government and Bank of America, where Bank of America was asked to, to go look at all debit and credit card purchases around January 6, 2021 in the Washington, D.C. area, and then overlay that information with any any gun purchase at any time. Um, again, I, I think a real real concern about First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment uh, liberties of Americans. Um, so this is why we're digging into We're just on the front, ed- front ed- edge of this, and, and uh, we got a lot of work to do, but uh, pretty troubling what we've seen thus far. The only gun that I'm aware of uh, on, on on the Capitol grounds on January 6th was a uh, a uh, automatic pistol fired by Lieutenant Michael Byrd. Am I wrong? No, I think that's exactly right. Um, and you know, but the, the, it, this this stuff, these documents, these initial documents that we that we've uh, received, they actually sound a lot like. Um, if you remember, about a year ago, that memorandum from the Richmond Field Office of the FBI where they were saying if you're a pro-life traditional Catholic, you're, uh, you're a potential domestic violent extremist. And, it, and it's the same kind of language, the same kind of feel in, in these initial documents we've gotten. Um, it, it sounds a lot like that memorandum put out by the FBI uh, a year ago in, 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 in Richmond. And now we know from the U.S. attorney in D.C. Uh, that they have widened their search for uh, more political prisoners and January 6th um, individuals who were just walking on the grounds, perhaps hundreds of feet away from the Capitol. They're still looking to arrest more Americans. Uh, Your work here is going to be exceptionally important, uh, I think, for for the republic. I'm I'm just curious, did they uh, include words like Biden or dementia or anything of that order? <laughs> now, we do think there was uh, there were some words we, we've seen in one document uh, where this is just as troubling, where uh, they, they, I think, referenced uh, Antifa uh, and, and I think BLM maybe. Um, I'm not sure, but there were some some other words that were referenced. That should be just as troubling because the government is not supposed to be in the business of, of, of looking at people's political uh, uh, persuasion uh, and political beliefs. That, that, that to me, again, is, is, is a direct attack on the First Amendment. And um, whether, you're, whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or independent, a liberal, conservative, whatever, we should all care about First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment uh, liberties that we enjoy under our, under our great Constitution. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, and uh, let, let's turn to the Biden investigations. Uh, your committee, prominent uh, amongst those committees, Hunter Biden, 
uh, in, in the form of uh, what's being styled in the popular media, uh, the uh, the sugar brother, Kevin Morris, the attorney, $5 million worth of loans. We don't know what really, a lot more. Uh, he called them standard interest bearing notes. And it turns out, it, just coincidentally, now that you're investigating that, uh, the, the Congress is investigating it, uh, that the, it's a standard interest bearing note and just happens to... And to prove that, they have to demand interest at least once every year. I mean, this is too cute for words, the game that they're playing. Yeah, well, the other thing that was interesting about this, Mr. Morris, is, you know, Hunter Biden sold a million and a half dollars worth of art. Well, 875000 of that million and a half dollars over the last couple of years um, came from Kevin Morris. And when we interviewed the art gallerist, uh, Mr. Burgess, who handled these uh, Hunter Biden's art and displayed his art in his gallery, uh, when Kevin Morris bought Hunter Biden's art, it was the only art sale that was done different than all the others. Uh, typical art sale is the the person purchasing the uh, the the art piece will pay the gallery the full price. The gallery keeps their percentage, and then the percentage that goes to the artist, to Hunter Biden, gets sent in a check with a 1099 to to the artist. Well, with Kevin Morris, it was the one art sale that went different. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on Rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's Rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only very interesting, and I can't wait to see what answers you bring forth on all of this. Also, you're investigating Fannie Willis, uh, the uh, prosecutor in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, against President Trump and, uh, what is it, 16, 17 others for election interference. Give us, give us a sense, if you will, of where that stands. Well, we've had, we've asked questions of Nathan Wade in this this uh, investigation. First, we think it's just crazy. Remember, she, Fannie Willis indicted 19 people, and then she was also we found out uh, you know a few weeks after her original indictment several months ago that she was actually looking at indicting three United States senators, including the top Republican on the Senate Judiciary Committee. So that, that that's how ridiculous this whole thing uh, was and is. Uh, and now we find out that this Mr. Wade, this Nathan Wade who's never dealt with any type of RICO statute, which is what, what the focus of this investigation is about, um, never dealt with that, um, never handled these kind of cases, and he's, and he's been paid a ton of, of Georgia state tax dollars and probably some federal money, too, because their office got $14 million in federal grants, uh, the, 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 the Fulton County DA's office did. So we've, we've written Mr. Wade and said, who'd you talk to at the White House? Who'd you talk to in the Justice Department? What kind of communications did you have with those entities? And, and the same with the January 6th committee. So uh, we're, we're awaiting a response from Mr. Wade, but we continue to dig into this because we think this is highly uh, unusual and, and, and a real concern uh, and just kind of underscores how ridiculous this whole operation has been by Ms. Wade and Ms. Willis, excuse me. We're talking with the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Congressman Jim Jordan. We're going to continue the conversation right after these quick words. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. 
That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Talking with the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Chairman Jim Jordan. Uh, Mr. Chairman, Kevin Morris, this attorney, keeps uh, insinuating himself into the uh, the Hunter Biden affair. Uh, he confirms that he owns now Hunter Biden's 10% stake in that Chinese state-backed investment fund. Uh, is that a does that look to be a, a security for a five million dollar loan? Uh, what does that appear to be? Well, that's another thing that we're uh, we're looking at. Um, in particular, Chairman Comer and the Oversight Committee is, is is dug into this whole CEFC, this Chinese energy company, the money that flowed in initially to um, to one of one of the many entities that Hunter Biden had set up. Uh, this this five million dollars. Um, so we're looking at all that um, as 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 part of this impeachment inquiry. Uh, you know, was. Was this in, in any way this influence peddling, this access to the brand, as as Hunter Biden's business partner Devin Archer told us? How did that all play play out? How did that all work? So those are the kind of questions we have. We have a number of witnesses who are coming in: uh, Rob Walker, uh, Eric Schwerin, Tony Bobolinsky, Jim Biden, and Hunter Biden. Over the next four weeks, um, we'll be talking with all those individuals, and um, and these are the kind of questions we need answers to. A lot of investigation uh, headed toward one purpose, and that is to see whether you'll bring impeachment against the president of the United States. Yep. Where do you think the process stands right now? Uh, when do you and, and let me ask this, how supportive is the current speaker of the House, Mike Johnson? Well, he, he's 100 percent in favor of us continuing this impeachment inquiry. Um, and whether we get to articles of impeachment will be a decision that we'll make once we've, we've done all the interviews and we've got all the evidence. But I do think the case right now is pretty compelling, particularly when you think about this Ukrainian energy company, Burisma, and the Biden family's involvement there. And in particular, Joe Biden firing the prosecutor who was looking into the to the CEO of Burisma and Hunter Biden asked ask, uh, Washington to weigh in to relieve the pressure that they were under. And Joe Biden did looks like he did just that. So I think that's pretty compelling stuff uh, that we have now. And then you couple that with the way David Weiss has investigated Hunter Biden, in particular, allowing the statute of limitations 
to expire for those key tax years where Hunter Biden was getting all this income from Burisma. And he let that expire because, I mean, I don't know why, but it sure looks like he let it expire because Burisma gets you back towards tied in with with President Biden. Um, So those are the kind of things that I think are pretty compelling right now. But we got to finish up these final interviews and then make a decision. And as you do make those decisions and as you're learning more, the the country, obviously, you're investigating committees, your committee uh, and Ways and Means, the House Oversight Committee, uh, your weaponization subcommittee are having an impact. In the most recent polling, we're seeing 60 percent of Americans believe uh, that uh, this administration is corrupt. Uh, your reaction to what is a uh, in, an interesting uh, change of mood on the part of the American people? Well, we don't we don't we don't do our, our oversight work for any type of you know political motive or anything like that. We do it because it's our constitutional duty to conduct oversight of the executive branch. Uh, but I but I do understand, like you know, out in Iowa uh, a week ago, we were uh, we can have to go we were out there with President Trump, and you know he won the state in, in, a, in a big way. One of the things that was on all Iowans' mind, I think polling showed eight out of ten Iowans who were showing up to vote in the Republican primary believe that the government has been weaponized against them. These agencies have been turned against we, the people, the taxpayers. And they believe that they, 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 they think that because it's true, because they have common sense and they can see whether it's a disinformation governance board that they try to set up at the Department of Homeland Security, whether it's the Catholic memorandum, whether it's parents or terrorists, according to the Department of Justice and on and all the, all the attacks on President Trump and his family. And so I think Americans just have good common sense. And they see uh, what's going on. And that's why eight out of 10 say we think the government's been weaponized against us. It's our job as members of Congress to do the oversight so that we can stop this behavior and propose legislation that will help make sure it doesn't happen in the future. And and now still as current as when it was convened, the January 6th committee, the more we learn, the more troubling the facts uh, are. Uh, obstruction of justice, an explosive report uh, showing the Trump hating January 6th committee deleted, deleted evidence pertinent to the, the prosecution of a number of individuals, but uh, but in absolute uh, in absolute breach of law to do so. Where does that stand? And in your estimation, uh, how how severe is the uh, this issue? Well, um, uh, I know uh, Chairman Style and Representative Loudermilk uh, on the House Administration Committee, which has jurisdiction over those 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 documents from the January sixth committee, are are digging into that issue. Uh, it looks like also that the, the the committee, based on I think letters that former Chairman Benny Thompson put out, that they sent uh, in, information uh, back to the White House instead of making it available for the Congress to see, for Republicans to see. They sent it back to the Biden White House, and uh, I think that's problematic as well. So these are the kind of things that I know uh, uh, Congressman Loudermilk in particular is is looking into. Um, a great member from the from the great state of Georgia. Coming up next, the Supreme Court sides with the Marxist Dems and just shreds the Constitution while aligning themselves with the Marxist puppet Biden and the Mexican drug cartels he partners with. Attorney Mike Davis joins us here next. Stay with us. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. 
Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thanks for being with us and joining us now, the presumptive attorney general, Mike Davis. Mike, thank you for joining us. Let's start with the Supreme Court, a five to four vote against against the state of Texas, against the rule of law and order. It permits federal agents now to walk in and cut razor wire that had been laid down by Texas authorities, state authorities installed on the U.S.-Mexico border. I have to tell you, Mike, I have never been so disgusted with John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, Lou, this is truly a head-scratcher for me because it's not only how they decided to get rid of this injunction by the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, but it's how they went about doing it. So it was both substantively and procedurally wrong. You had uh, the Chief Justice join all the women on the Supreme Court. Uh, So four and a half women on the Supreme Court said that the said that the uh, Biden administration can cut open razor wire and allow the invasion of our southern border into Texas, including into the Texas state park. So I'm not sure how that's uh, I, I'm not sure that how that's even legally possible that this could happen. The, the, there are people who say that the Congress and the federal government has supremacy on immigration, which may be true, but they also have a constitutional duty to to uh, to help prevent invasions of our states. And that's specifically in the Constitution. So even if there is preemption here on immigration, th- there's still the separate issue of invasion and that the Biden administration is allowing an invasion of our southern border of unvetted and unvettable migrants coming in from awful places around the world and they're flooding our country with fentanyl that's poisoning and killing americans and so the texas governor tried to stop this at least in a state park in texas and the supreme court five to four just said that that can't happen and did not give any explanation whatsoever did not have oral argument did not have briefings This is really bad what the Chief Justice and Justice Amy Coney Barrett did here. And what's particularly bad is just two years ago, Amy Coney Barrett put out an unusual statement saying that we need to stop using the Supreme Court's emergency docket or the shadow docket, as Democrats call it, to make these rulings without briefings, without oral argument through the regular process. Well, what did she do here? She used the shadow docket to grant the Biden administration's request to allow the invasion of our southern border. I, I, I will say right now, 
uh, that I, if I were the governor of Texas, I would tell the Supreme Court to go to hell. Uh, because, frankly, the invasion clause gives uh, uh, primacy, to, in my opinion, and you don't have to be a lawyer to have an opinion, and I've got a strong one on this. Either you are in an emergency and a crisis and the border is being invaded, which was anticipated in both the Constitution and the state constitutions of most states, at least, uh, and you have a responsibility to defend your people. Uh, this is madness on the, and I'm speaking obviously as the layman I am, but I will tell you this, as a patriot, uh, the Supreme Court can be damned on this one. Uh, this is outrageous. And I don't see any, by the way, I, I, what do we do here? Uh, what are they going to do? Bring in a, a, a company of Marines and, and start firing on the uh, Texas military department? I don't think so. So I think it invites defiance, and I think that I think Greg Abbott has a responsibility to defy this Supreme Court and the ignorance that they've. Dis I mean, these look like idiots to me. Uh, the, John Roberts and Amy Coney Bryant Barrett. Uh, who the hell do they think they are, and what do they think they're doing? Well, I'll say this, Lou, that you're absolutely correct as a matter of law. Article 4, Section 4 specifically says this, the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. And what President Biden has done is allowed an invasion of our southern border of 10 million and counting illegal economic migrants, people who are unvetted and unvettable coming from hell holes around the world. We're going to have terrorist cells in America, and the federal government has a constitutional duty to protect these states like Texas from this invasion. They are derelict in their duty. House Republicans need to step up immediately and start impeaching. Start impeaching Mayorkas and Biden and all these other executive branch officials who are colluding to allow this invasion of our southern border. They're trying to import future Democrat voters. I say, hell, why don't we just mail them ballots in Guatemala and save them the time? Yeah, cut out some of the middlemen. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, let, let's talk about the, Barrett. And Roberts, Roberts, who is a peculiar and eccentric, uh, bizarre uh, individual uh, in nearly everything he does as a chief justice and what he refuses to do. Barrett is obviously intimidated. She is obviously compromised or she is obviously you know, she and uh, Robert share. Uh, a, a family uh, commonality, and that is they both have two adopted children, uh, Barrett, two from Haiti, uh, and Roberts, two from Ireland. Maybe they have a soft place in their hearts for children, but the real issue here for America is we're being invaded by military-age men, predominantly, coming across in caravans and vast groups being uh, organized by the Mexican drug cartels and these idiots in the Supreme Court have just sided with the Mexican drug cartels and the most corrupt president in American history. I would say this about the Chief Justice. He's a good guy personally. I know him, but I would say this. His judicial philosophy is very problematic because he thinks he's protecting the legitimacy of the Supreme Court by making these more political decisions that he thinks will keep his left-wing critics at bay. And all it does 
with these political decisions is it invites this political terrorism by the left, where they attack the courts, they protest outside of Supreme Court justices' homes, they threaten and intimidate justices outside of their homes, obstruction of justice under federal criminal law, uh, and 18 U.S.C. 1507, it's clearly obstruction of justice. You don't have a First Amendment right to protest outside of anyone's home, let alone a federal judge's home, especially when they're deciding a pending case. That's obstruction of justice. But when you make these political decisions from the bench, you're supposed to have lifetime tenure. You have pay protection. You're you're supposed to be insulated from the politics, but when you make these political decisions to appease your political opponents, you invite this political terrorism by the left. Without question. We're talking with the founder of the uh, Article 3 Project, uh, great American, Mike Davis. We're coming right back with him in just one moment. When we do, let's talk about that new investigation into the Fulton County District Attorney, uh, Fanny Willis, and her very special lead counsel. So special uh, that, uh, well, she has now been uh, been subpoenaed to appear in his divorce proceedings. The subpoena from his wife's attorney. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Lou Dobbs here. I'm delighted to let you all know that the program Lou Dobbs Tonight has returned to the air. That's right. Lou Dobbs Tonight is back. We're live each and every weeknight at 7 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Central on rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. That's rumble.com slash Lou Dobbs. I hope you'll be joining us for Lou Dobbs Tonight as our fight to save this country has only begun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back now. We're talking with attorney Mike Davis. And, and Mike, let's, let's turn to Fulton County, the district attorney there. Some uh, rather uh, bizarre, unexpected, dramatic, uh, and just... Uh, unbelievable uh, things going on in Fulton County, and most of them originating around Fannie Willis, district attorney, George Soros sponsored, and obviously she's uh, she has a, an active life outside, well, actually inside the DA's office as well. Your thoughts about these, the Fannie Willis scandal? So this Democrat Fulton County attorney, Fannie Willis, um, may be in some trouble here. She might be in some hot water because she allegedly hired her secret boyfriend, her unqualified secret boyfriend, 
as her special prosecutor to go after Trump. And this unqualified secret boyfriend has never tried a felony case, but Fannie Willis hired him. She pays him $250 an hour out of Fulton County funds, including out of federal COVID funds. He colluded with the Biden White House, including with the Biden White House counsel before Fannie Willis brought her unprecedented indictments, RICO conspiracy indictment against President Trump and 18 of his top advisors and supporters down in Georgia for the non-crime of objecting to a presidential election, which is allowed by the Electoral Count Act of 1887 and the First Amendment. So Fannie hired her boyfriend, her secret boyfriend. She's paying him $250 an hour. She went to church after she got caught doing this because she was taking illegal kickbacks, allegedly, in the form of these lavish trips to the Caribbean and to Napa and many other places around the country, around the world. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Uh, We have the public has these credit card statements from her alleged secret boyfriend where he clearly bought plane tickets for her because the name her name is on these plane ticket receipts on on his credit card statements. So she paid him 250 bucks an hour to uh, to to run this bogus Rico case against her political enemies, seven hundred thousand dollars and counting. And then when she got caught with her boyfriend and these illegal kickbacks, she ran to church. Uh, this black church down in Georgia and, uh, you know, tried to blame it on racism and sexism and said that she paid everyone the same amount of money. Well, we know that's a lie. She paid her secret boyfriend, her alleged secret boyfriend, who's not even qualified, $100 more an hour than she paid another special prosecutor who's actually a specialist in RICO cases. So Fanny's in hot water and uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, sent a criminal referral to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp and Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr citing their statutory authority, their statutory duty, along with eight potential crimes under Georgia statute that they should uh, they should open a criminal probe and investigate. And they refuse to do this. Instead, they want to send this thing to a Georgia commission that's not even operating right now, or they want to send this thing to their buddies in the Georgia Senate and not a damn thing will happen. So the Article 3 project started in an action page, article3project.org action page, where we're lighting up Governor Kemp and Chris Carr's office, Attorney General Chris Carr's office, with phone calls and emails and social media posts to tell them to do their damn jobs and open a criminal probe on Fannie and her secret boyfriend. Yeah, and I think that's a wonderful idea. By the way, Governor Kemp, he's as corrupt as he can be. I mean, he dodges and he drips and drops. Well, he's either corrupt or he's just he's just a scaredy cat of just everything. Uh, He has no sense of responsibility. He plays everybody off against the other. And that's just within the Republican Party itself. No telling what deals he's cutting with the with the uh, the Marxist Dems. Uh, But to duck this one is just outrageous. Uh, What what do you think? happens if uh, this looks like she has to resign at some point relatively soon, I would think, just in terms of the politics of it. Uh, She's in the black church and she made, I think, a very big mistake in that black church when she when she said, you know, black women aren't perfect. Uh, And, uh, you know, the camera cuts around and there are a lot of uh, black women who think they are perfect there. And uh, uh, most women do. Right. Uh, They're not going to like to be told that, that, you know, there is some sort of uh, 
special case when it comes to sin, which is what she was really doing. I, I couldn't believe she did it. Uh, but anyway, we've got uh, we've got that going on, and then we've got the prosecution itself. Does this end the prosecution of Donald Trump, in your opinion, and the others, uh, co-defendants? It should. Remember, this is this prosecution down in Georgia is part of the Democrats' lawfare and oh, election yes. interference. Four indictments, two impeachments, two illegal gag orders, trying to throw them off the ballot. This is all backfiring, and this case should absolutely get kicked down in Georgia. Fannie should go to prison if these allegations are true. This case should go away because it's been tainted from the beginning. She had an illegal conflict of interest when she hired her secret boyfriend, paid him by the hour for his legal work that he's not qualified to do, and she's taking kickbacks. That is tainted from the beginning. The whole case needs to be tossed out. There, there's a apparently a committee down in Georgia who could pick another prosecutor if they want to pick up and reindict Trump and these co-defendants under this bogus case. But this Kemp judge down in uh, down in Georgia, there's this Governor Kemp appointee down in Georgia needs to put the kibosh on this bogus prosecution. It she is this is illegal from the start. This whole thing is illegal. She need they need to kick Fanny from this case. They need to throw her Fanny in prison and they need to get rid of this case immediately. Thanks everybody for being with us here. Join us tomorrow for The Great America Show. Our guest will be brilliant investigative journalist Julie Kelly. You don't want to miss it. Please join us each and every day on The Great America Show. Join us for Lou Dobbs tonight on Rumble. That's rumble.com, Lou Dobbs tonight. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs, on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs tonight. Thank you, everybody. God bless you, and God bless America. America.